for the nerves. This is for the brainiacs. This is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back. You ain't gonna touch me. You not gonna do nothing. You are not above me. I bet you wish you was me. I know it. I know. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Only Friends podcast. Man, I am. Your no. anal probe is, is misplaced. <laughs> you shut your mouth. You, <laughs> what are you pissy, sitting on? Pissy pants over here. <laughs> I sneezed and had a bit of incontinence. <laughs> I'm sitting on a bike seat. That sounds like a very nice way of putting it. Uh, yes, I'm sitting on what is known as the human tool, young Ethan. Mm, that uh, looks somewhat comfortable from this angle here. It's, it's, it's actually not. It goes right into your perineum and anus. And uh, that's why you like it. <laughs> no, it goes into your perineum and anus because you are very small. This is built for a normal sized human. You wouldn't know anything about that. Okay. Maybe now that you've built up so the... your uh, perineum and anus are too big for it? Correct. Now that you've built up a little bit of the rump, you should give this another shot. I did, and I went into my perineum and anus. <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't even think you have a perineum, do you? Yeah. I thought that was a, just a guy thing. No. Tiny it's little skin little, flap yeah. for you. Well, it's not a flap. It's just a, <laughs> just a, it's a little stretch little, of skin. Little pea this shouldn't be flaps. A little pea catcher. Yours. If there is, you should check that out. A little, little pea catcher. I need people, for people who don't know, like myself, what is a perineum? It's your taint. Your taint. Oh, yes, yeah. I've never heard of that word before. What's in my the people that don't know, like myself? What is a gooch? <laughs> what is a taint? Taint is you a don't gooch. Know what a taint is? No, 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 no I'm just saying, what's the difference between gooch and taint? No, it's a gooch, it's a taint, it's a grundle. It's the piece of skin between your anus and other genitals. I don't like how far apart your fingers were in describing. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a little. <laughs> it, well, like for guys, it's longer, I think. Yes, yes. Uh, basically, it is. Um, what was the what was the name of the strait that connected the continents? Uh, a pan the land bridge? A canal. Yeah, yeah, but, but Panama Canal. No. <laughs> No, no, it's it's gone now. Uh, the Bering Strait. Yes, the Bering Strait. It's it's effectively the Bering Strait. Uh, you know, the Bering Strait oh. still exists. I thought I thought it. I thought I it's the Bering Strait is the, is the water the between. Well, that, that was where I was going with this. <laughs> right, it right. used to be land, yeah. right? And, and that's what that's what right. a taint represents to men. Mm -hmm. And now it's a water pathway, which is you know basically the taint for women. It's eroded. <laughs> so you like this balloon thing up there? It makes you help you feel. This alive is not or a balloon. Look, it's a, it, it's it's oh, a saddle it's a balloon. Oh, saddle. It's a saddle. So you like it? Oh, you really? Oh, I see, see the that part, I see the part? See the part yeah. that goes. Yeah, that up goes your right ass. into your. There, there's nothing bumpy here. Okay. So, this yeah, is, there's a flip. Look, look at that. Look at that curve. <laughs> it flips up. That's a couple <laughs> inches deep in there That's for slope, sure. Yeah. Okay, you are minimum. not That's supposed deep. to sit on is, this. No, you sit behind, and then that's this this scoops in. No, my my. My dick rests on this. Jesus. And my balls. Oh, see, yeah. I think I, I was sit back sitting here. on it backwards. <laughs> like, damn it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's yeah, a, that's a problem. That's okay. what I thought that was. Hey, yeah. save that for a Friday show. That this sounds is, this like, is Wednesday. What are we doing here? This sounds like user error as far as I can tell. <laughs> well, they should have made it clearer. <laughs> you used to ride horses. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you can fair. figure this one out. That's fair. It is, now that you say it's a saddle, I understand. Right. Welcome to the show, Ethan. This is awesome. <laughs> what a great fam and crew you got going on here. Uh, you, we were supposed to be joined by your, uh, your better half, Mike Jozoff. Uh, apparently, he, he, yes, he's on his way, I guess. Doing something. You don't yeah. keep tabs on this kid? 
I think he'll take his time. I don't know. He 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 goes through life dilly dallying, mm-hmm. and he'll he'll show up when he shows up. Well, mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about about that once uh, he gets in here. I'm excited to see the uh, the arm wrestling match. <laughs> You're definitely arm content. wrestling on on camera, right? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Come on, um, don't I be, mean, don't we'll be a see. baby about it. It's been, you know, <laughs> don't want to get your ass handed to you. Okay, look here. Here's what happened. Uh, I mopped the floor with him left-handed, and he very handily beat me right-handed. Yeah, as to be expected. Pretty. I guess it's You're it's kind of hard to yes. have a fair match when Different two people have are, yeah are opposite dominant hands. Uh, yeah, I, I think he thought he was going to lose both ways, and I think if I had like naturally stronger wrists, that may be the case. Um, I'm very fragile though. Wrists are very weak. Grip strength, very weak. Very, very bad wrist myself. Very, okay. very weak instead grip strength. Of, instead of arm wrestling, then just do like a full-out wrestling match. Mm. That seems I'm just going to punch yeah, him in the, the face body. as soon as he walks in the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes it's up the now. stairs. Hi, guys. Just boom. Lay him out and be like, Mike's here. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Um, so, yes. Mike and Ethan. Ethan and Mike. The new poker dynamic duo. They'll be joining us today. We're going to have a nice little sit-down chat with the young men hear about their stories, how they've gotten to here. I, I don't want to spoil too much. I like this branding. You're making us a couple now. Yeah, well, I've had a lot of cu- poker couples narratives now, and you know, thir- Mike's the third one. Just uh, going really? through guys, left and right. others? Mariano. Mariano for yeah. sure. Mm. Me and well, Wolfgang you, do some couple stuff You coattailed stuff Mariano. That's way different. Coattailed him? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you wrote, you wrote his uh, wow. coattails to fame. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, you know? There, <laughs> there is no Rampage without Mariano, you know what I'm saying? There's no Mariano without Rampage. <laughs> oh, I mean. okay. I, I, think, I think we help each other out. I see. I, obviously, I, I believe that's He wins, true. I punts, and then he makes up all the money that I lost. Right. And, and now, you know, we're even. Yeah. I, I actually think that this is very sense. fair. Um, I, I really want to get Mariano on Poker Out Loud because uh, I'm interested to see. Well, I actually want both. I want to do a podcast interview with him because I don't know anything about his backstory. And you young guys that make your way into the higher stakes live so quickly kind of fascinates me. Uh, I think we're going to get to dig into a little bit of your and Mike's path. But uh, also, I want to see him on Poker Out Loud because I've never played with him. And via his vlogs, I get the impression that he's good. But there's have, a lot of editing in vlogs, bro. I have a lot of respect for his game. From, okay. From like being friends with him. Well, and, that actually means something now. So. It meant nothing two years ago, though what oh yeah your respect yeah yeah for sure when, when i showed up for the poker out loud here in this room first yeah. time yeah that was awful that yeah. was really good that was that was very eye-opening really i learned so much tell me more uh yeah i, I was here did the poker out loud we'll throw a little flashback if you can i don't know anyways played with uh matt vaughn johnny vibes landon i gave him a bunch of money i remember that mm-hmm. uh trevor savage marley yeah. and maybe that was it that was it, six yep. of us yeah I like never studied before in my life. I was playing one three, playing two five, clicking buttons along the way. I'm still clicking buttons, but like, that, like you know, when, when I'm playing Northeast Poker, I'm not playing against like good players. Sorry, Northeast Poker players. Like we're playing one three. I'm not playing against like I'm not playing against Landon Tice. So sure. uh, obviously, it was a good introduction to like, oh, this is Vegas. These are the pros, and like this is what I need to do and get better. Like this is the 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 path in which I need to like learn how to get better. And that was a good introduction, watching back every single episode intently of like, oh, this is how other people are thinking about the game. And uh, from there, you know, I learned what I didn't know, which was a whole lot. And now like two years later, I'm learning a little bit more and like, you know, trying to learn and study. But for the most part, uh, yeah, that was a good intro. I learned a lot that that 
long day long long it day was a long day for sure uh i'm happy to hear that there was some sort of uh awakening from that my first introduction to you was when you won your bracelet uh which would have been prior to this filming that happened was we keep talking about it because the day before you you ft'd it you ft'd the the bracelet before was that. that when we were in tahoe no no, that was long before that. It was it COVID. was the first oh. it was the first online bracelet during COVID. Oh, really? Uh, but the only reason I even heard about you was not because you won the bracelet or because you streamed it, but because you were streaming during uh, all of the bracelet events. And someone in my chat told me that you were like talking about me on your stream, like you had shouted me out or something for making the final table. And then the next day, you final table. I was like. All right, I'm going to go see what this kid's all about. And I was watching with horror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was that like, is... I can't look away. This is incredible. <laughs> it's literally a car crash, and somehow I was able to avoid all the cars and end up having all the other cars crash behind me. I was like, so happy for it. you and for poker as a whole uh, after you'd won the bracelet, but I was so goddamn salty after not closing <laughs> back-to-back be. days myself. <laughs> if I can, like, honestly... I'm winning tournaments. What are you doing here, bro? I, I don't know, What's man. going on? I, look, I'm a cash game player. I'm, I'm here to, to yeah, yeah, renounce yeah. my tournament. Mm. I, I, well, maybe not because I still have to get these invites somehow. I, I stink, guys. I absolutely <laughs> stink. Yeah. Uh, How much you win um, three days ago or something? Nothing. Like Absolutely nothing. I Tor- lost, he it. lost it. All. Every penny I lost off stream. Yeah. Every fucking penny. <laughs> That's usually, so you did so the inverse. Unlucky. You lose a bunch of money off stream. Uh, on stream usually but now this time you, you yes it all off, yeah off yeah stream. yeah low-key i've only been surviving by winning off stream uh and i've just been racking up massive losses on stream and i it's been a good gig for a while yeah, you still good. can't get invites Jeez. uh you know what happened was uh i wanted to line up with ivy and somehow that just like qualified me as being too good to play anymore and i don't really know why because he was betting sports and like flatting six ways with ace king suited so he wasn't exactly giving oh, it his all is that the one <laughs> the hustler one yeah yeah Ah, uh, yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a nice weekend. Very nice weekend. So big. Uh, before we dig in any deeper into all of this, let's take a quick pause for us to plug a bunch of shit. I uh, don't want you guys to forget that we started a new membership program. Um, for anybody who's familiar with Twitch, YouTube has now introduced memberships the same way su- uh, subs exist on Twitch. So if you guys want to be a member of the Nerds and Brainiac Nation, feel free to click that join button. Uh, with your membership, you'll get early access to new uploads. We have the Only Friends Poker Out Loud season coming up soon. You guys will have early access to that. Uh, we give member shout-outs such as Fun, Fun Dumb Metal in the chat. Shout-out to my man who just joined with the Tortoise Groovy emotes. You also get access to these the emotes. <laughs> Put your do-rags up in the chat. <laughs> uh, priority reply to comments and a discounted merch or software membership code every month. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. We're going to be branching off. We're going to be adding new tiers to that moving forward as well. That's going to include uh, a plethora of stuff, which we're going to talk about tomorrow after the show. Uh, So hopefully we'll have some new announcements for that next week. Also, a new course is out on Solve4Y TV. This is included with your all-in access membership. Uh, It's by Matt Hunt. It's called All the Sims Are Wrong. I think we're going to have a little tease of that right now. majority of commercially available sims don't take into account one major part of the equation for tournament poker, and that is ICM. Using a software tool called Hold'em Resources Calculator, I'm going to be able to analyze a variety of tournament situations to examine the effect that ICM has on particularly pre-flop but also to some extent post-flop ranges. 
Obviously, the closer we get to the end of a tournament, the more significant the variation in the value of decisions. But even in the earlier phases of an event, small fluctuations in the nature of a player's preflop range can greatly affect the way that certain scenarios play out across multiple streets post-flop. So that was the All the Sims Are Wrong. And um, speaking of All the Sims Are Wrong, we actually, there's been a hurricane in Florida. There has been. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the Sims were right about that. They said it's going to crash right into uh, right into the Gulf Coast, and uh, yeah, that's pretty it's, scary. I think it just made landfall. Are people okay? I mean, uh, I don't know. I saw some fucking. Oh my of goodness! Yeah, look at that tree. Oh wow! <laughs> Hopefully, uh, there what was a lot of mandatory evacuations. I have a um, my aunt and uncle and my cousin live down there. Uh, they had to had to evacuate. Luckily, we have a. Have another cousin that lives more inland yeah so they were all able to uh get to his place and hunker down they said that the last time i talked to her was this morning she said the winds were starting to pick up but they still had power so Goodness. it's it's pretty brutal because it's i mean it's one of the biggest um hurricanes to ever hit florida they said they're the last i feel like florida hasn't had one in a while um but they're always I, whenever i'm there big, like right. i would go there as a kid and be always afraid that this next storm was going to be mm -hmm. like a, a hurricane because the, the weather is so crazy there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look great. Is it a five? It's it was it was just below a cat five. I think I think 155 mile an hour winds, which one one 157 is cat five. So like two miles right. below two miles an hour below a cat five. Um, and Basically, then it, when it hit, it was a cat four. So I mean, I think you know it's bad when there's sharks swimming. In oh the my street. gosh! Stop. No way. What? Oh my what? Well, to be honest, if anyone's gonna survive a category five hurricane, it's Florida. I know this looks like some Florida man shit, but it's actually, uh, to double back on what we were saying, that's some Australian shit. Mm -hmm. You're just walking out in the neighborhood, there's like bull sharks floating around, you know. Well, they said that there was going to be up to 18 foot uh, storm surges. And so like saltwater storm <gasps> surges coming in, right? So like, if you can imagine 18 People's houses feet, there are going to be like destroyed. Oh, yes. They're, they, they said it's easily a billion dollars worth of damage. What's a storm surge? Easily. So it's when the... So when the hurricane is coming in and the winds are blowing, it just takes the, the tide and it just gotcha. blows it into the, into the coast. And yeah. yeah. So is this where Miami finally disappears? No. Well, no, this is on the other side. side. Oh, it's on the West Coast. We get to keep right. Miami. It's on the West Coast. It came, up, it came up through, um, through Cuba and into the Gulf and strengthened th when it, through the Gulf and slammed right into the... the this like is like Fort, Fort Myers. Myers. Fort yeah. Myers, uh, Bradenton... Just south of Tampa. I mean, Tampa's going to get hit too, but it's so hard big. There's a Hard Rock Tampa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's a thing. There is a Hard Rock Tampa. Hopefully I've been that there. Stays. Yeah. The Good Seminole space. will stay. Seminole. So what you're saying is beachfront property has just gone down a little bit in value. It has. Perhaps. Kind of scoops them up. Yeah, if you're looking to get a, a rebuild project together, maybe. <laughs> the uh, west coast of Florida might be the spot to go to. Always finding a deal. Yeah, when there's blood in the streets, trying buy to, real estate. Trying to take mm. advantage. That's uh, that's the old the old phrase, you know. Um, no, I, honestly, obviously, or obviously, uh, everybody's 
hopeful that this doesn't turn into a national disaster and a right. catastrophe similar well, to Katrina. Yeah. I did see that yesterday uh, people were trying to evacuate and like the flights were all canceled. So I don't know what the protocol here is. I assume that it's just to drive inland. That, that is, that is um, the plan now. Or like if you had time, if you got through earlier, you could, you could drive up the coast, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, now it's just move inland. But there's, they said there was going to be 110 mile an hour winds um, essentially into like central Florida, like mm-hmm. all the way in. So That's like there, there, there were people, they were saying that even like Orlando, people that live in Orlando were going to have to like hunker down because, yeah. because the storm is so big and the, the winds are so powerful that it's going to be like tornadoes coming through. Sure. Much more survivable though. Uh, than being like on the coast, the, of course, of course, the, the yeah, brunt of it, it. it will. The the storm will weaken as it goes. Through, yeah, I just I just wonder like what percentage of people don't take this stuff seriously and kind of just don't I think it's, evacuate. I would say uh, high. No, I don't know. I, when you live in mm, Florida, I think you know that that can always happen. Yeah, I mean, there's always people that are gonna be like, no, I'm not leaving, and sometimes they regret it. But um, I think for the most part, I would say hopefully high nineties percent of the people 10% 10% 10% a lot to no I understand said high 90 yeah so which makes like oh so like sub 10% you're saying yeah yeah um you think 95% of people evacuate I hope probably not yeah I would hope so I don't think so when man. you get fair warning of a of a national catastrophe like this like well, maybe they I have like not. um I just worry that there are certain people that can't evacuate, right? Like the impoverished who mm-hmm. maybe don't have vehicles, right. don't I, have means to transportation. And I think that hopefully there was some system set up to, yeah. to get those people out of there. I A mean, it was mandatory evacuation, so it was like, by law, you're supposed to leave. Right. Not really going to be enforced, though. <laughs> I mean. Or horses, uh, cops on horses riding down. <laughs> no. We're <laughs> taking like speed boats around like, hey, what are you doing here? You're under arrest. Get in the boat. I mean, there was a guy wakeboarding on it, being pulled by a truck. Yeah, like, this is all these idiots, right? That's Uh, very Florida. (laughs) Yeah, it's Florida also. Like, I'm thinking, like, a good 20% doesn't evacuate. Man, that's high. I I think think it's really high. Uh, Slight aside to the hurricane, uh, Lex Friedman put out a podcast yesterday with Daniel DeGranu, and one of our very own, Landon Tice, Got a little shout out yeah, slash maybe call out, I guess, depending mm. on how you look Sounds at like it. More of a call out from from Dean Eggs. <laughs> I want to become a slave to the Sims, I say, right? There's one kid I know. I joked with him. His name's Landon Tice, and uh, you know he made a play that the Sim, you know, would say this is a good play. But I'm like, it's a good play, you know, in, in a simulated world against the robot. It's not in practice against the human, right? You don't need to be doing that. So if you become a slave to the sim and always do what the sim says, you, you're, you're handcuffed to a certain degree. Is there some... You want to become a slave to the sim, so, as I say, right? He's the There's slave of the I sim know. now. He was once the child of the sim. Now yeah. he's the slave of the sim. Now he's a slave to the sim, according to D-Negs. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard the whole interview yet, but Lex is one of my favorite podcasters, just very high intellect. Uh, his interview with Liv was fantastic. I'm kind of interested to see uh, how Daniel approached it because... I watched the first half. What'd you think? Um, I thought like his ex- explanation of poker for the layman was probably the best I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Lex was asking a lot of like very good questions about just like the game. He's like, how do you like, how can you explain like what a range is? How do you like factor that in when you're playing? Mm -hmm. What, when you're like using a range, are you trying to like misrepresent it in order to block? Like he's asking a lot of like good layman questions and uh, Negranu was answering them very probably good that he had um live on first because i think she kind of explained a lot of stuff yeah as far as like gto goes right how how all that works yeah there's a few things that i think uh interest me the most about this one lex's audience certainly aren't exactly lay people in uh from an intellectual standpoint but they may be from an exposure to poker standpoint um so like i would imagine the 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 bulk of the audience can get poker uh, at a fundamental mathematical level um and two daniel is like very hard against uh complication mm-hmm. uh so he is very much on the side of simplification even for like complex problems so i know the way that he frames these things and the way that he speaks is often uh reduced to the most common denominator and that's probably why it does come across well for the layperson. Mm-hmm. so i'm interested to hear it because lex is just a very high intellect and i think he digs so it's difficult to keep that simplification uh language the whole way throughout um but daniel's probably the best guy to do it because like he doesn't nerd out the same way a lot of us who have been in the yes. industry for 20 years like, that's what i he it takes a lot of discipline to not nerd out and rem- remember who you're speaking to yeah so i well it's especially like hard really when the host stuff. is uh the type to nerd out yeah but he he also didn't like he doesn't know poker enough to nerd out on poker yeah so. yeah yeah that's fair um well with that said welcome mike your laptop's closed yeah hmm. so it'll be open in about two minutes oh okay yeah. i understand i yeah. i uh i didn't know i thought the worst had happened no 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 okay uh, so you're still, you're still gonna battle we're chilling yeah okay yeah, let's yeah. go yeah let's fucking hey welcome How's we're going? happy to have you <laughs> happy to be hey, here welcome <laughs> thanks melissa <laughs> why do you look like you have to shit I always look like that. Okay. <laughs> that's, why, that's why no one folds to me on the river. I understand. Can yeah. you do me a favor? Can you pull the mic down and closer to you a little bit? Like here? Yeah, that's great. Now, All right. Well, All right. I'll just, this is good, That's right? good, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I just, you know, before it looked like you were going to eat it. And uh, I think this is good, right? Yeah, yeah. now it looks like it's going to eat you. So that's great. Uh, so we got, you know, you, you go ahead. You do your thing. We understand you have an office job. You have to take care of some shit. But I, I got questions, man. Go ahead. I got questions for both of you. Go ahead. So first and foremost, you guys are young up-and-comers in this industry, you know? It's, uh, it's turned into a young man's game. Us old-timey regs, we're withering away, fading to the wayside. Becoming bad regs, you uh, said. Uh, I said old-timey regs, not bad regs. Uh, <laughs> you know. I'm, yeah, I'm a bad wreck now, Ethan. I'm a businessman, You're a okay? businessman. <laughs> I want goddamn recreational Moved lineups. on to bigger and better things. Yeah, like, like podcasts. Demolished homes and... F- right yeah of course uh how'd you two crazy kids meet you know tell us the origin story how'd this bromance develop it was a a nice friday night and i was catching the breeze of la walking down the streets and this young fine fellow catches my eye Mm. not far from the actual story though uh i think we met at a private game right yeah do you want to do the accent no, I mean, okay. I'd rather not. <laughs> I'd rather not just jump right in. He's like, like, do you want to be the racist one? Or no, would you I like me you should, to do You're it. like, you know, you're twice as entitled to be racist <laughs> as I am, right? Yes, because you're only half Asian. <laughs> right. Correct. Yeah, so I'll, I'll pass for now. Yeah. Um, no, we met at a private game in LA. 
my friend Justin Escalona's game, mm. um, living with him at the time in LA. You're 23. I'm yeah. I just turned 23. And you're in private games. I mean, this isn't like 100, like a, 200. Like it's like five ten. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. it's not nothing crazy. Oh, I have played in some pretty big games in LA though. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> but not, Sick flex, but, but bro. not not like you know, not like the games you've played in, you know. But you know, good it. enough to make a little bit of money. Sure, sure. Yeah. Got to pay that rent. Yeah. Go on, you guys. I don't know, it up. I think it, it was a five-five game. It yeah, it might have been five-five. Crazy. I mean, it was really. This wasn't like there's was no pros in this game, pretty much. And it was just like Justin is a YouTuber and an influencer, so. It was a lot of like, I don't know who was there. Kind of like a lot of his friends, yeah, and his the, friends, and some of your friends. Music and... people in the music industry were there. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a small game, really more of a social thing. I mean, I wasn't there to print a win rate um, at all. Mm -hmm. So allegedly, I no, I, it's not possible with the Rick. Okay, <laughs> I, I recognize the, the kid's name, and I went to go look on Instagram. This guy has three hundred fifty-nine thousand followers. Oh, so Jesus. he's way more popular than both these guys. Yeah, put together, not what? anymore. Oh, no, I mean, Ethan's engagement is killing it. So yeah, that's well, kind of what I mean. I mean, there's a life cycle to this whole thing. Yeah. So it's cool that, but, uh, you know, Berkey understands. Yeah. yeah. But Justin content. also isn't doing YouTube like full. He doesn't really post on YouTube anymore. He's mm -hmm. not focused. He has a clothing line called 1340 Collective. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to the clothing Shout line. Out. So, yeah. So he, he match made, match made YouTube. I don't know. He didn't. Uh, we kind of just like played poker and then we played that one night and then like we weren't like friends after the game. Um, but we just kept seeing each other because we have a mutual friend and I was in LA from time to time for hustler stuff or whatever it may be. Mm. And I think I just crashed in his room or mm -hmm. his apartment. His well, we were already kind of friends at that point. Like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, but it, was, it, was, kind of. it was the typical slow progression, you know, like yeah. they run around in the same circles. Friends to lovers. Yeah, like, they it's like of, me and you, Berkey. Yeah, no, no, no. This <laughs> that, is, was fa that was fast. This, that was yeah, passionate and fast. This is way different. Like, <laughs> very, very different. I had a clear infatuation with you from the beginning. I know. In spite and of I the felt it. In spite yeah. of the fact I couldn't remember your name. It's uh -huh. fine. You didn't need to. <laughs> he was just playing it cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was obvious. The first time I played with you was in 25K. I don't know if I told it last time I was on the podcast for like five minutes. I don't know if I said this. We were in the 25K together and we've never spoken in real life. And I knew for a fact you didn't know my name. But I said like, dude, you're like, you look good, man. Like, you're, yeah, you got your jack, you know, you got. I didn't know because I, I hadn't seen you in person, I think, before that. So I was like, damn. No, this is OK. So this is true. But this is only part of the story. So he, he does this. He, he said something about my arms because, yeah. you know, he, I could see his boner from where i was sitting okay. it's fine nice. uh it's like oh cool fan <laughs> uh, a young a young up-and-coming fan who's made his way into the high roller uh, this is this is sweet yeah mm -hmm. then he comes up and talks to me on break and then talks to me later in the day and then a couple days later and then yeah. i run into him with ethan and he just keeps talking you, to me you can't stop this guy can't stop really anywhere you go he shows up and he starts talking it wasn't and like, the talking part that was weird to me it was that he continued to do it without acknowledging that he had never been introduced to me and i had no fucking clue what his name was <laughs> didn't, didn't feel like uh like yeah. that was important yeah. apparently yeah uh so then he shows up on the podcast and i'm going to land and like what's ethan's friend's name <laughs> <laughs> no when i was on the pod the first time you knew I literally night. found out that day. Okay, fair enough. But you knew. <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I wasn't going to embarrass myself in front of all the listeners. Okay. Um, all the but <laughs> all the listeners, yes. But also, we, we didn't intend on giving you a seat either, so I didn't think it was that important. Right. Oh. No. But <laughs> Unbelievable. You've come to find out that my name is very important. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're weeks away from you being a bigger deal than Rampage. I Could said be. in One the day. future, we're going to have the two of you back on, and Rampage is going to stand in the corner. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like like some onlooker. You know? We'll have to find a way to try to win a tournament. One day I'll, I'll teach him or something. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I won a WCube title like two weeks ago. Wow, good for you, man. Thank nice. you. 13,000, 14,000? 80,000. Wow, 80,000. Oh my God. This was Such a WQ. A disrespect. That was a WQ medium. Hi. 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 <laughs> 1K6 max. Oh my God. These aren't these aren't WSOP rings, circuit rings here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these aren't circuit rings. <laughs> these, are, these are international tournaments. I call the circuit rings. He says he's trying to like win the most circuit rings of all time. Mm. And I'm like, it's trying to, it's like, I want to have the most doubles in minor league, in like AAA. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to, my goal is to lead AAA all time right. in doubles. <laughs> Here's the issue. I wanted to do that. And then like we started talking and we get to know each other more. And now like three weeks later, I'm playing the stupid poker masters. Why, why you guys got to take shots at Maurice Hawkins like that? Yo, who mm. eats your fucking lunch, man? He doesn't have enough money to even pay for lunch. <laughs> 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 wow, bang, bang. You know he was a linebacker at a D1 school, right? Kick my ass, yeah. <laughs> Not a, poker, at least. It's a good thing that you got this bro ship with your bodyguard here who at least tried to arm wrestle him to deflect. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. I almost got in a fight at Resorts World the other night. Shocker. Because I, th- I, I told this guy, I was like, yo, you trying to arm wrestle? Like, I, you know, and, and he was like, what's up? He's like, you want to go outside? Yeah. I was like, no. I was like, I just want to, you know, arm. maybe I'll have, I'll have we're, we're playing one three. So. We're playing right. one three. <laughs> I so forgot that people. All right, I don't know if I, you know, this guy had nothing to lose. You know, <laughs> he had nothing to lose. And I, I forgot that sometimes that's kind of who you deal with. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe maybe work on your approach a little bit, not just like lead in with, yo, you want to arm wrestle, bro? <laughs> I've never so had you that. You have to co- like compliment his arms first. Did you? Right. Then... Did you end up? Arm wrestling no, him? Or? No, he threatened to fight me, and then and, I, and then the floor got called, mm. and then I was, and then Ethan Ethan he, stepped in a little bit. He was so he was already upset at, for, about uh, me filming because I was vlogging and doing like this bankroll challenge thing. So he's upset about me filming, and then said like, I don't know, all you white boys or something. I'm yeah. considered a white boy. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. With your half Asian friend, you are considered a white boy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, That's how it works. Yeah, whatever. Seventy-five yeah. percent Asian equals one hundred percent white. Uh-huh. Here we are. Anyway, so he's upset, and then Mike just you know pops up and chimes like, "What an arm wrestle? Just to troll?" And, and then yeah, I was you know, trolling him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He doesn't take that he kindly. He, he, yeah, so he got upset. He, yeah, yeah. Us oh, well. millennials don't find humor in the trolls. It, I mean, it's just like I don't think any adult likes being trolled by some like twenty-something. They don't. Yeah, it's not even just that. We grew up fucking fist fighting. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to be a troll, you were gonna get punched in the, the face. You sound, or at least, you sound like I mean, the guy. So like, you this guys, is exactly you're basically what, what they're saying. <laughs> is that, I'm just like, telling you, we yeah. fought with fists, not with words. What you're yeah. saying is that you guys weren't funny. I, I, there's I nothing think, funny about trolling. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny for the troll or yes, and the and sometimes the sometimes there. Listen, like there are funny people. There are funny people who troll, but not all trolls are funny. Yeah, and like the Venn diagram of that is, it's a very thin sliver of like trolls and funny overlapping so he's got something to work on yeah i understand well you know he does have this arm wrestling shtick so like yeah that seems like it's only during the wsop though how did it feel to get punched in the face by daniel grano yo i just didn't feel like much (laughs) wait i just read that in the chat what happened oh he got slapped uh, I was well. One of them was like more closed fist, but yeah. Ooh. Wait, Wait, what happened? What we was it? was at the GG party uh, at like the Nobu Villa in Caesar's Palace, and it was like at two. I mean, the party ended at like eleven officially, but now it's like one thirty a.m. or something. Like closing it down, and uh, people were pretty drunk. And uh, but yeah, it wasn't like in bad blood. I don't want to incriminate Daniel here. He and I are no, obviously we're fucking. Yeah, it was a fun. Yeah, it was a fun thing. He and I are are, are like friendly now. Always have been friendly, but uh, no, we, we were arm wrestling, and he thought he could beat me, 
So I was kind of like leaving it there in the middle, like, cause he's, you know, I can, I can just win. Like the arm wrestling whisper. No, that's my favorite Instagram account of all time. Oh, arm wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just kind of messing with him, right? Like yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't just killing him. Kind of like what Foxen did to me, where he's just letting me stay alive for mm. a few seconds. Nice of him. And then he, you know, I started to do this and then I kind of brought it back. And then when I brought it back, he just slaps me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he uses two hands and tries to like win with two hands yeah. and then he still isn't winning and then he stands up and like punches me in the face <laughs> and, then, and then he just starts like like there's actually a video of this on twitter if yeah, you, yeah if you want to pull it up somewhere yeah. oh it's, it's yeah yeah he's got the world oh, wait, to win that's ginge yeah that's ginge yeah who's he arm wrestling there mike that's me what do you mean oh, oh that's you? you that's me and ginge oh wow you look it's a very different with a hat very, you look very different <laughs> with a hat. The same. I, yeah. I don't. I. I didn't recognize you. <laughs> All right. I didn't recognize you. But uh, yeah. You get the Negroni one. Recognize you, Jesus. You. Uh, if if I were in your shoes and uh, Daniel slapped me, I I would obviously do the same thing and just kind of shake it off because. Well, people were in to the be hit with a feather is. Exactly. Yeah. You know, well, whatever. no. I mean, people were in the YouTube comments like, "If I was in this kid's shoes, I would <laughs> deck the fuck out of this guy." Oh, we love Daniel. He's, 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 he's swinging. Like, yeah. like we love Daniel, yeah. but like yeah. that's some vegan shit. Yeah, it was, really, it was really vegan. It was real. It was real fucking yeah, vegan. Like eat your pea protein and move yeah. on, young man. Uh, yeah. No, it was. And then now every time I see him, like in the Poker Go studio, he's always like, "What's up, bro? Like, what's up?" Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. It's Daniel's actually. Uh, I know that this doesn't fly well. Like, there's a big chunk of the audience that sees that <laughs> and sees it as like very aggressive or microaggressive or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, no, but, he's just a clown. Yeah, I think like when it comes to, when it comes to like the the whole, uh, let's call it like male hierarchy. Of like how things work like the 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 testosterone driven competition aspect right like daniel's actually really great about clowning through the ranks of that and, yeah I, I and kind of being like like welcoming in a in a hazy kind of way mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. innocent yeah uh i think he recognizes he's the old man now in the in the gym class well it's like in the you know during poker masters like in the first three levels of the tournament all you can hear is like negranu screaming yeah just like for like two hours straight <laughs> yeah, yeah and then the reason you don't hear it in like level seven is because he's already three bullets you know right yeah, done yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah i get it uh all right well let's 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 get into a little bit of this stuff well first of all did did you two ever arm wrestle i need to know yeah and by arm wrestle i mean bang both yes <laughs> arm wrestle with your third arm Legs. Third, had, with your we, third leg. Who we've, had lo we've had lots of time together. Like one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethan's an athlete, man. Don't I know, sell him short. But I mean, this this is thing. It's his thing, man. It's like he doesn't. He's lose. trained. I'm tell, thick. Tell me you competed. You hung. It wasn't. No, I, no, wasn't I didn't. didn't I don't go to the gym. Yeah. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Mm. I don't think the gym would have helped it either. So. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Some, some people just got it. Is it is it you more technique it. or strength? Uh. I think it's both, but my technique isn't great. Like, I, I haven't actually, like, trained arm you're wrestling. Just, but I'm not strong. strong. But it's not strong, like, who can bench more. It's, right. like, weird. It's, like, like wrist yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, you're, like, forearm. Sturdy yeah. wrists. It's more forearm and wrist than it is anything else. It's, like, you can have, like, bice like Berkey's biceps are, like, twice as big as mine. But you don't use your biceps when you... Not really. Yeah, not Very really. Very much, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of forearm. Yeah. A lot forearm of wrist. wrist. Yeah. My, like, yeah, I, I fail at the wrist. This is my failure point. Uh, the wrist and my grip very weak grip um there's a there's a really great account i sent it to mike but he had already seen it of course his name's the arm is it the arm wrestling arm, whisper arm wrestling whisper arm wrestle whisper something yeah like i that. think he's the yeah. whatever it's something whisper and he just he's so good 
Like, he just takes on people that are, like, twice his size, doesn't matter, and he locks up with them, and oftentimes he'll be doing it, like, opposite hand, doesn't give a shit, whatever. And he just sits there in a stalemate, and he's, like, whispering to them. Like, they're, they're doing it officially or whatever, and he's holding on to the other thing. He's like, good, good. <laughs> okay, lean, lean your shoulder in. Yeah, there he is, there he is. That sounds erotic. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's uh... incredible. Like, you would for sure get a boner over this. What do you mean? Uh, he's You're projecting. So, no, he's, like, so ASMR <laughs> about it. Like, he's like, good, good, okay. The shoulder in a little bit more. Good. Okay, that's nice. Yes, you, I feel see, you it. could do that on Quinn. And yeah, he's like, I feel fine. it. It's that's strong. That's strong. Yeah, okay. He's like, okay. Why yeah, then he'll be like, okay, let me give seen... let me give it a little bit of a go, and then he'll just go. Burp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just bury the guy. Right. Have you seen like Devin Larratt? I don't no. know who that is. He's like the world number one arm wrestler. The reason this all started for me is because during the pandemic, uh, or actually, well, you jerked the off a lot and got strong. <laughs> Well, actually, the, you know, that's left hand, but my right hand's left. You oh, know, you're lefty. Not lefty. No, well, yeah, but I'm like right-handed, but I'm a lefty, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, whoa, that's whoa. weird. No, this I don't think weird. it's weird at all. I mean, that's, that's pretty common. Anyone? Is it? Anyone? No. No. We're, well, right, Burke uh, and yeah, I are both yeah, lefty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's in. You gotta switch, you gotta switch oh. it up a little bit. Wow. Wow, you guys working like on the, the stranger Like the numb hand there. thing? Yeah, the stranger. No. Yeah, the stranger. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not sit on your hand. That's not. That's not. No. No. Apples and oranges. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. During That's, the pandemic, you started studying yeah. arm wrestling. Well, I just started watching arm wrestling videos because there was like this clip of like this guy uh, in a bar arm wrestling three dudes at once. Mm -hmm. You know, and like three huge dudes. They're all kind of lined up behind each other. So it's like like that. And he's just destroying them. I was like, That's kind of cool. So then when <laughs> when <laughs> it's kind of cool, you know. So then when like everything opened back up, I went to a bar and then by, you know, by fate, uh, this guy challenged me to an arm wrestling match because, you know, I'm a kind of gregarious, outgoing person. Sure. And there's a, you know, in the spirit of Daniel Negreanu and the male testosterone and whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I arm wrestled this guy and he just like wipes the floor with me. So I was like, huh, you know, why, how do you do that? And then I kind of got one or two things down with technique. Um, oh, yeah, who's this? Oh, it's Devin. Yeah, I always like the faces that he makes. Man, it's pain. Yeah, Jesus. Um, so anyway, and then, and then um, so I was kind of like interested in like, how is it that people who weigh like 140 pounds, I don't weigh 140 pounds, but there are guys who are like 5'6", 140, just like destroying people who are like 270, Yeah, you know? And then that's when I was like, and then I was in Florida in April uh, playing the 25K satellite with Foxen, and Foxen's like huge guy, right? And so this is how it all started in the poker world, because I was like, oh, he's way bigger than me. I wonder if I can beat him in arm wrestling because I like watched a few YouTube. Did videos. you get an answer? Yes. Can you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Not even close. Good to know. Yes. I mean, but he's he can bench like four plates. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's like he's, six four two forty. Yeah. He's yeah. a D one tight end, literally. Your your uh, your origin story of arm wrestling is pretty similar to mine in pickleball. Mm. Uh, I just think mine's gonna be a little more sustainable throughout the years. You know. You're, yeah, yeah. You're young though. Hey, yeah, yeah. You're young. I mean, I got probably four or five good years. Yeah. Left next, next. You know, it, it transitions. You go from arm wrestling into slap boxing, and the next thing we know, we're gonna I'm, see you laid out cold on the yeah, floor somewhere. I'll move to, I'll move to Siberia. Yeah. Daniel Negreanu <laughs> hovering over top of you. Like. Yeah. I would, I would do a streamed slap boxing match with uh, Negreanu. So if anyone wants to make that happen, mm. oh, yeah, I, I, I bet I'm he would, sure he would make that happen. He would probably be. We could definitely do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll start. We'll, we'll frame it as the tortilla slap. We'll start it off like that, and, and we'll just take away the tortillas. Yeah. Like round five, the tortilla just gets removed yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. all right uh on to poker on to things poker congratulations rampage 
you uh you've done the impressive task of winning event two of yeah. the poker masters you are in you the running for the purple master. jacket i am now a master that's right you are now poker. a master you, you have mastered yes. you're not poker. in the running for the poker for the purple jacket you're not playing the I am not playing. Yeah, I'm in. I'm currently in the running. He is currently I'm, in the running. Yeah. I think I'm just kind of taking it off because I have many years ahead of me, and you know, as one of the younger qualifiers, you know, sure, I have more years than them. They can take it this year. Also, uh, <laughs> noble of you. Also, yeah. it you know, you win an event and you get money for said win. You got twenty buy-ins, uh, but if you play all the events, it costs more than that victory. Costs a lot. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. if you're going to play the 25Ks and the 50Ks and things of that nature, it's... Uh, yeah, I told him that'd be an expensive jacket. Yeah, very yeah. expensive jacket. You would like some ROI. Or, actually, technically, if you win the jacket, then you win some money. That's true. Therefore... It, oh, there's an additional bonus? No, no. Yeah, there you is. Have to get yeah, no, there's, there's a bonus. Too. There's a $50,000 right. yeah. bonus. Okay. But also, by winning the jacket, you also need to win. Yeah. Therefore... Right. Right. I wonder if anybody's ever won the jacket and been, like, <laughs> somewhere around break-even. Because it's unlimited re-entry, so, like, you can fire. I'm it's sure that's happened. 3x... Yeah lions and then 50ks two bullets but yeah still but yeah okay it adds up yeah. well last year adamo won it and he played two tournaments he, he showed up <laughs> that's he played, the way to do it yeah. he showed up just for the 50k and the 100k mm -hmm. played two two tournaments won both and that kind Double of also jacket. like oh, takes you out of the running right because like you're never playing the super high roller bowl yeah it's like uh what i'm talking about you not yeah, me i know you can i'm not no, i'm not i'm fucking not playing <laughs> You're ready to play Triton or no? Hmm. I would play Triton, yeah. Would, is Triton next for you? I would play Triton, you're, yeah. You're up. Oh, mm -hmm. you guys are a dynamic duo. You're not going without him. No, that's actually true because I need the businessman invite. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so this is your businessman. Wow, man. that is actually a very good We've talked about this. businessman uh -huh. pro true. combo. Okay. Yeah. And if, if, if he got invited as a businessman, you have vowed, promised, that you would invite me as your pro and we will both play. And, 200k. Uh, we're gonna have to right. find a way to fundraise four hundred thousand dollars, or actually eight hundred thousand. One hundred percent. I would. I could. Eight hundred thousand because we that, need two bullets each. That's such a sick tournament that you, I yeah, could sell that one out super fast. Okay, you can. Yeah. But hey, you, hey you followers. Can anyone in chat? You would be playing in the field. Yeah, you'd be in the rec side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike has the talent. You have the platform. Like, let's get this rolling, baby. If every subscriber gives me one dollar, I can maybe afford one bullet. There you go. That's pretty strong. That's a lot of subs. If everyone gives you two, then I'm there. Yeah. Golden. Gonna I mean, be tough. I, I I think that it's you know it's I, time to infiltrate. I want to take this. I want to take this in two separate ways. Like I want to know more about poker, but uh, since you brought up the YouTube side of things, I am curious. What's your ambition moving forward as far as like content creation goes? Uh, you know, I do see you streaming a lot of these World Series breaks. Is, is this just? Uh, you know, I was talking to Landon a lot about this over the last few weeks, where I was saying. You have all the opportunity in the world, but like, uh, I think you're just to the point where you're overwhelmed. You're not intentional about anything. Mm -hmm. You're doing yeah. a lot of stuff, but there's no real purpose behind it. Right. And what's ultimately going to happen is mediocrity. Mm -hmm. So like, what's For your, sure. what's your intention, I guess? And what's, yeah. what's the purpose? The issue is like with like Landon, I guess, uh, experiencing this too, cause he's streaming a lot and doing diving more into content. You just like, can't spread yourself too thin right? and still like be really good at the things that are your priorities the things that make you happy and the things that you're still really good at for mm -hmm. him would be poker for me like it's just been a constant battle between going between content and like veering on the youtube route which i've always been or just going d deeper and deeper into poker and i found this like passion and like real enjoyment and fulfillment through playing tournaments 
it feels competitive it feels that drive of like trying to win uh still have like infinite to get better at and uh, luckily he's helping out a little bit um and yeah i don't know i'm, I'm kind of like bouncing back and forth but definitely like youtube's taking more and more of a of a step in the wrong direction or I don't know, backpedaling on youtube and diving deeper into poker like I, I i like still have a bunch of like youtube content like stuff to do and it's just backlogged because i'd rather like show up and go to poker go studio and fire away uh and just try to compete against the best in the world um and that's like just a lot more fulfilling to me at the at the current moment like if it was content like i've talked about this before like if it was purely if i, if I still cared about content and youtube as my main focus i would just like go to hustler play live streams it'd right. be really cool high stakes cash be okay with money whether i win or lose but uh from a youtube perspective it could just be like they're like the mr beast of poker right now it's just like so sick to watch and be and be cool to be a part of it but i still keep choosing like a 600 dollars uh, online you tournament want the glory over buying i don't know how much glory there is to win a 600 dollars <laughs> online tournament but i'd rather compete and do what? that oh well, the glory close. of seeing first place is yeah you know. it's more competitive like there's definitely glory in like winning a hundred thousand dollars on hustler yeah but i'd rather just win a 500 dollars buy-in online or something that's that's kind of so you you said something something in there that that really uh caught my ear um said if you were to lean into the thing that you're best at or, or sorry that you, that you want to lean into the thing that you're best at and the thing either, that, it's like either best at or the thing that like makes you the happiest right. yeah that's, so the yeah, so i'm kind of hearing a disalignment from. here because uh, from my vantage point you're very uh, i think you've come miles in poker like i've said this i said this whenever uh, you bought it for 100 count hustler like i think that your game has improved tenfold mm -hmm. since we first experienced you uh with winning the bracelet and then on uh poker out loud yeah it couldn't get worse <laughs> no but he's he's put in yeah you've, you've gotten significantly better i think that's yeah. that's obvious to anybody watching but uh you're very good at content creation yeah right you're very established there and i think uh, th this is again something that like i was talking to landon about i think what's very important whenever you're at these critical phases is a i think you're doing one thing very correct and that's spending your 20s investing in uh finding out what drives you what motivates you rather than chasing dollars. And I think that's like a really critical thing to do because now is the best time for you to make errors and learn from them, whatever those mistakes may be, whether they're financially, socially, uh, mentally, physically, whatever, like do it all now so that when you're 30, you don't fuck up, right? Yeah. But uh, along that same line, whenever we're talking about uh, whether you're doing content, whether you're doing uh, tournaments, whether you're studying, whatever the case may be, there's a cost-benefit analysis to almost everything, right? Yeah, and every I, decision. Yeah, has... and I feel like that's the thing that gets overlooked when you're young because you feel like you have infinite time. Yeah. So it's there's it's never opportunity cost with everything, right? Yeah. So you, so you don't think about the cost-benefit of firing a, a 600 versus like creating a YouTube video. You just feel uh, that the 600 is more fulfilling in the short term. Mm -hmm. There is there is a huge like uh, I don't have infinite time because I understand like the YouTube landscape of there's like a five-year life cycle on average of like reaching a peak on YouTube. And like right now, who knows with where poker is going to go, but like my growth has been stunted mm. this year specifically compared to last year. Uh, Brad Owen is like number one on YouTube by far. And then everyone else is just kind of like around my level for the most part. And I, I think, think you're selling like, yourself a little short there. I think you're like pretty clear number two. Like, I think you're pretty separated. Uh, I don't know. We'll they're, they're, they're like DePaulo DePaulo is in your in your realm, but I think it's like <clears throat> you know, there's hundreds of vloggers out there. 
Yeah, there's been a lot more now. And yeah, there seems sure. to be a We're lot talking popping about... up. Every time I open YouTube, I've, there's a new vlogger that's like 72 views just posted, like mm -hmm. a poker vlog. Yeah, it went from a space of like, of like I don't know, five people in the beginning, and now there's like maybe a hundred. Let's say that like tried mm -hmm. to make videos. Do you think it's getting oversaturated? I don't think so. Like not as obviously not as much as mainstream stuff like gaming or whatever it may be, but like for how small the poker niche is, then yeah, yeah. for how like, many viewers there are, exactly because no one's even hit a million yet and a million is technically small on youtube mm -hmm. so for like our very niche space like i'm personally feeling very capped in the in the content creation side yeah because the numbers aren't growing it's a little bit less fulfilling when you see like you get a little bit demoralized when the numbers aren't getting growing as much as they used to uh meanwhile like in poker there's this uncapped potential of like well, i can just play all these tournaments and yeah. like, potentially try to win some uh I feel the same way about poker content because I feel like it is such a capped audience that, you know, you see people making content that's non-poker related getting like 10x your yeah. views and it's just like them unboxing a blender or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like going to the point of like, of course, we don't want to make videos uh, based on how many views we get, but right. there is a fulfillment factor of I want to do something that is potentially more meaningful yeah and yeah content's great and all but um is there is there something else that we can do with our time that might be better right to a certain degree or that might give us more fulfillment and happiness yeah and for me at least tournaments are filling that drive right now um i will say like i think i was told before the queen's gamut came out chess streamers chess youtube all was around like the poker level right now mm -hmm. and then queen's gamut came out and now they all have like yeah. a mill plus well i was talking to nemo i asked her what her viewership was like on twitch before queen's gambit she said it was like around 100 very standard for like a poker streamer and uh then afterwards thousands yeah they had like this outside catalyst that makes them mainstream now and gives them opportunities to all these other things so. when, mm -hmm. when you guys speak about this cap uh i wonder if there's a little bit of rigidity around how you're measuring it because I agree with you in a vertical sense. Mm -hmm. Like it becomes difficult to vertically, vertically uh, scale or expand right. whenever views are like, you know, Owen's kind of setting the bar and we understand that like half a million is roughly like where the ceiling cap, is at, yeah. at this moment. But uh, laterally speaking, there's so much that can be built off of that, right? Mm. Like if you were handed, and maybe this isn't even a fair question to Ethan because your platform's already really big. Uh, but like if you're handed Brad Owen's platform tomorrow with 500,000 viewers and you know that uh, there's diminishing returns now on creating more poker content mm -hmm. because it's not allowing your channel to grow, there seems to be a lot of uh, like lateral moves that you can make that will, though, though your actual channel growth may be capped, your monetary growth is very uncapped, I think. Uh, and there's a lot of aspects of content creation in this space particularly that is going unfulfilled like this show what for do you example mean, like making content on other topics or uh well yeah you can try to breach into other markets obviously but uh i'm just thinking in terms of like other content and other ways to uh like what? take advantage of your platform so like this show for example is a good example there was no daily content in poker at all mm -hmm. so we fulfilled a need right, right? 
but our platform is relatively small. So the viewership stays small and our growth potential may be a lot higher, but it's going to take a ton of work. Yeah. If Rampage or Brad Owen were to start the Only Friends podcast right. tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. It becomes the biggest thing in poker. Right. Well, yeah. And you see that with some other like, for example, like Ludwig, I think it's someone who's really good at this, where mm-hmm. he started like he has like Mogul Mail, which is like the news one. Then yeah. he has a podcast, which is a different one. So he sort of has an umbrella he has his feet in a bunch of different areas and then he has his main channel. He's incredibly good at what he like he's a remarkable he seems storyteller. Like he's built for what he's doing. Yeah, he's a remarkable storyteller. So the vehicle that drives those stories doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I think he recognizes that. So rather than trying to continue to vertically grow in gaming, he then branches out and becomes like uh, almost his own corporation. He, he grows like his core audience and followers. I really love watching what yeah. like, he's doing because yeah. he does have all these different channels. He's really and good. All he's doing is engaging and making his more loyal or creating more mm-hmm. loyal subscribers that will follow him anywhere he goes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And it's There's very like he does. He's doing more interactive stuff. He just does a lot of different things, but it's all catered towards like this core audience that seems very loyal and like yep. genuinely just like whatever he does, which yep. is probably the be- I, probably the best route is to make yourself the brand and that's of kind of what i'm to- implying with ethan like i think that you're big enough now where it's not it's not uh your your play and i think that the easiest way to demonstrate this is that you've gotten fundamentally better like significantly better and i don't think your audience cares <laughs> uh well the brand is still rampant so right. I'm, I'm living that yeah so <laughs> i i think that's the grip but i i guess that's my point is that like you have established yourself more so as the brand rather than the vehicle being what they're tuning in for right well, like, they've also been able to be along for the ride that's I true think that's a lot important. of them it builds sunken loyalty. cost fallacy a lot of uh over or not over invested but emotionally invested yeah like they they feel like they're a part of your journey yeah, for sure. It's been cool, like seeing the people that like I recognize a handful of names in the comment section that still watch the videos yeah. all the way from the very beginning, and that's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a it's a decision of like what really fulfills me, and like going back to Ludwig, I think the one thing that makes him really successful is that he doesn't actually spend that much time mm-hmm. compared to maybe other yeah. people with content because he just presses record and then no at ed- talks yeah. no edits done, and yeah. then people clip from that. So right. talented, it's like so easy for him and seamless. For him to just like make these short videos from mogul money mogul mail mm-hmm. or like his live streams and stuff just because he's very talented in doing so i had to record a quick little promo today and it took like five <laughs> takes <laughs> it was a, a 60 second long uh little promotion and uh-huh. it took way too long for me so like it also takes a lot of time because i'm not naturally as talented as ludwig or other people um so i don't know yeah it just depends on like how how deep i want to go into content like i've been yeah. making videos since i was uh, 12 years old and i guess i'm throwing it out there because you know. i do think that you have a a specific niche talent for this i've thought about the the podcast thing like um i hit up mariano and wolfgang about this yeah because one time we were on a live stream and we just gelled really well mm-hmm. and i thought like okay like this could be like successful if we put our, a lot of time and effort into it but you know i see you guys know it i see what you guys are doing you have to show up every single day devote a handful of hours every single day. I mean, day you don't have to, to be do psychotic this. and come every day like like us. But, but to do it right, like this is the way to do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. To, to yeah. just be as consistent as possible. Like I've been making videos three times a week for like three years now or something. Mm-hmm. It just takes a lot of effort to show up consistently. Yeah. And do you do a backlog? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I've, that's what I'm like. I've, I I sometimes just sit there for like five hours, do commentaries that will fill up like a month or something, and then, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Uh, but yeah, yeah I have videos done till October, something okay. like that. Yeah, I think that's sharp. I think getting to a point where the process also can be um, 
more so delegated uh-huh. uh, would be great. Like, I think people would die to see what personally is as somebody who's like older in the game and this is where i want the conversation to kind of go with next so uh we can bring mike back in um i think like personally like having been through your shoes right like brian and i got into this game when we were 20 21 whatever and we we grew together for a long period of time then we split off like different levels of success whatever but now i'm the old man in the room right so like i don't know what old it's like yelling at cloud <laughs> <laughs> well like i don't know what it's like to be a 23 year old or a, you're like 25 ish i guess right just turned 25 yeah right? so 23 25 new to the industry you guys are are in a way different spot than we were like we had to really it was always all our own money like getting back back then was not an easy thing jumping in the highest arenas was like big risk-taking endeavors um it's very different now right you guys kind of get thrust right into the life mm -hmm. uh you get to be a part of a peer group that is mixed in age like all the way from 50 down to your own age whereas like when we were coming up it was the the boom was targeted at our age group like there was just a huge huge influx of 20 something so we all kind of rose through this game together our peers were our age our competitors were our age uh and that was true of pretty much every stake level until we started playing like 10k wpts and things like that but even still guys like negranu eric lingren whatever uh antonius they were only a few years older than us so they were in their mid-20s at the time mm -hmm. you know they had just been kind of set in a position where they started five or six years sooner and they were already in a position to capitalize on the boom and become the household names become the ambassadors and and things of that nature but like yeah going back to then outside of doyle it wasn't like there were people in their 40s that were the ambassadors it was antonio Locke, um helmuth uh negrano like all these guys were in their mid to late 20s early 30s so uh i find it i would find it fascinating to hear uh and you know hopefully we dig this up a little bit in the podcast but like to to watch a vlog a more lifestyle vlog of like you and mike traveling to stops and seeing what the behind the scenes of that looks like getting to hear more of what goes into playing a 10K, a 25K, a 50K. When, I mean, I was looking at Mike's results. His first score was February this year. Yeah. He fucking plays 50Ks. <laughs> Pretty nuts. I, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Who the fuck is giving you money, young man? Yeah. <laughs> Who did you rob? Well, tell, tell me the story. How did you get... How did you go from playing a 2200, which by the way, for that being your first score is also ludicrous. My first score was like a hundred dollar buy-in at Seneca Niagara. <laughs> yeah. Mine was like, like a $16 <laughs> tournament. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like, Jesus Christ, man. How are you playing like mid stakes for your uh, initial entry into tournaments? Well, by the time I, well, for, like <clears throat> I already had a little bit of money um, like before I started playing quote unquote full time, mm -hmm. um, made a little bit of money <clears throat> buying stocks pretty low during covid 2020 and stuff mm. and so oh, he was in on that amc <laughs> shit yeah no not the amc oh, shit okay. but other other stuff uh in like gaming and tech we you know long story short i mean you know i don't want to get too deep in it but uh yeah i just made a little bit of money before uh, i kind of went into poker full-time although i was already playing online a bunch at that point yeah so that's how i was able to start playing mid but i mean you know i wasn't i'm not like ready to go out here and start firing 10ks and 25ks on my own and stuff you know what i mean like not that kind of money mm -hmm. um but you know enough to be able to play a 2200 yeah, um yeah. and then so my first tournament that i basically had a result in like i started playing live mtts full-time in february this year and like my second or third tournament i played was that same uh, 2200 um and i got heads up with chance uh Corneth at the end and uh we chopped we ended up chopping it but um, I got to play heads up with him really deep for a while. And so, I don't know, he, he was super cool. And he was, uh, like, you know, giving me some advice and stuff. And whatever, just, just really cool, right? Yeah. 
And then I was like, yeah, I kind of like this poker thing. I'm, I'm going to keep going, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, because I was already playing some, some pretty big cash games uh, where I would sell a piece of myself to, you know, the guy who yeah, gives the me runner. a seat in the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I was making money from that in poker too. Um, and then let's see what happened. Oh yeah. And then two weeks after that first score with chance, uh, I won the WSOP circuit main event for 160K. Yeah. And I had 100% of that one. Oh, so. nice. That's yeah. nice. Oh, that's nice. So that was, that was another swap. Well, I swapped. Almost. So what happened was... Oh, my he God. Was, such a terrible story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened... That, that's a funny story. So we were... He came to LA to play Hustler. And this is the 100K buy-in, right? This is, a, this is, yeah, this this is, is like four to five days after Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And you also won a ring on this on trip. Same, on the same day. Okay. We both won circuit rings at the bike. Our final tables were right next to each wow. other. Wow. It was pretty cool. We both this won. This is adorable. Yeah, it was I pretty... It was, it was like it was meant to be. Batman yeah. and Robin. Yeah. You decide who's who. Yeah, you decide. <laughs> like Conrad and Corey. They did pretty, did pretty much that the same is thing. So, They're kind of Bert and Ernie, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you decide who's who. <laughs> So basically, uh, so Ethan comes and, you know, he, he's staying at my house. At this point, we're like friends, but we're not like, I guess, that close, mm -hmm. right? When you're staying yeah. at my place. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're friends, though. Um, and then he played the 1700 circuit main in, at the bike, too. And we swore, oh, let's swap five, whatever. We swapped for, five for two bullets because there's a day one A and a day one B. Yeah, so yeah. I bricked the first two bullets. I also oh, bricked no. the first two and he, bullets. And then on the, on the day one B, right, you, you decided not to play because you went to a Lakers game. I decided to... Well, Here's the issue. Mike was going to obviously play day 1B. I was with my uh, editor friend, Carl. We were at lunch, and he wanted to do, like, an L.A. thing because when in L.A., we're from the East Coast, like, right. might as well have some fun. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, during this lunch, I'll flip for whether I go play this main event, which I should, probably should be playing anyways, or I have fun and, like, let's just go to a Lakers game. So, Croc, we, we did that app. I was yep. like, if Carl, my friend, wins, then we go to a Lakers game. I ended up losing. So, if, if, I, if I won the Croc, I would have played the day one B of this main event and, and we would have swapped, swapped yeah. 5% so or something. I lost the flip and then I lost a lot of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like 15K or something ridiculous. Not, not, not 15, like seven. 7,500. Yeah. 8K. Yeah. 8K. Yeah. It was an $8,000 croc. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Unlucky. At, at lunch. Anyways, yeah. yeah, he ended up going and, and winning, the, winning the thing. And then after I won that, that was like obviously really good for the role. Um, and then, you know, I just... I, I mean, Berkey can probably attest to this. I, I think I network pretty well in poker. So for having kind of been on the scene for about, you know, six, seven months, I feel like I'm decently well connected at this point. And yeah, so, you're playing yeah. high rollers. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, people, I'm fortunate because, you know, people have like faith in my game and I have good results online too. And, you know, I mean, people, just, I don't have a problem selling. One stuff. thing I've learned uh, being friends with Landon is that if you're 23 and you can speak solver, the people who are in their 30s and they're 40s. They're like, take my money. <laughs> yeah, take my money. Yeah, that's like, exactly. They see that you're young yeah. and playing and they're like, oh, they're good. And then they yeah. hear you talk about anything solver-ish yeah. and they're just like, oh. It's like, oh, these guys actually do work and they do work that I don't want to do. Yes. So yeah. uh, here's a bunch of money, go win. And then also like, if you discover something interesting, just, you know, throw it Let in a group know. chat. Yeah. 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 Just, that's kind of, so that's kind of how it works for me. I'm The guys who buy big pieces of me typically are, some guys in their 20s do like, uh, I, I guess I can like name names, right? It's not a big deal, right? It doesn't make sense. Like Steven Song and stuff mm -hmm. will like buy pieces, like not huge, right? I'm not backed, like yeah, I don't yeah. have a makeup deal. Yeah. But you know, I have, I sell like to some, like the Asian poker squad, like Steven Song, <laughs> Joseph Chong, the right. APS. Michael Wong. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> if it rhymes, you know. So, so you've, 
sell it all to the same person? Yeah, I, and Rampage, <laughs> so I sell to the same person. No, yeah, I sell to the same person. Um, so do you think that if you were not partially Asian? No, no shot. Yeah, right? I'm playing. I'm playing one two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. But so I, I sell to those guys. And then there's also some other guys who. Uh, like when i when i play like really big stuff um some guys that i met in those private games mm -hmm. uh that i played in in la will buy like for example right remember the 250k uh also had a piece of foxen in that one so that was oh yeah that's uh, right yeah. i know people who had pieces of that wow. yeah that was sick i was so blacked out at the rail <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, i was next to chrissy and i was like just screaming like i love you at foxen he was like dude shut the fuck up <laughs> It was sick. Despite that, he still yeah. won. Yeah, yeah he still won. And I told Chrissy, I think I want your husband to win more than you. Because I was getting buried that series, too. Like, for like four, four weeks straight, I just, like, had, had like no good results for yeah. a while. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. So, like, some guys from the private game will take uh, a big piece. Oh, the reason I brought up the 250K is because um, that field was sick. Yeah. I don't know if anyone remembers, but, yeah, like, yeah. after uh, Reg, uh, well, like, while late Reg was still open, there was like a bunch of wrecks in the field. It looked like really good. And so this guy just texts me. I text him um, a picture of the field and I'm joking, like put me in question mark, total joke. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take 20%. Oh my God. And I was like, what? It's like 50K, you know? So that's uh, just an example of like, I guess how you can kind of get put in. I mean, not the two, that's like, I wouldn't have been able no, to. No, it's a good example. When, that, I was, but, when I was, when I was, when Seaver backed out of the 800K heads up match first, First Helmuth, I was kind of popping off on the mic saying like, you know, Helmuth stinks. I'm gonna fucking yeah. sell my house and get in there. And I just started getting text messages of like, how much is it, how much is for sale? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like I'll take up to a hundred. It's like okay, well, I was mostly kidding, right? And yeah, I definitely I was... don't want to play that format, but <laughs> but if you're gonna put it up, but like, like yeah, it's yeah. still plus EV, and if I'm yeah. if I'm gonna get the opportunity to, I'll I'll find a way to get in. There. Well, it was like three hours left in late reg, so I was like, I have to sell. All right, I have to find a way to raise two hundred k in three hours, or like. Sure. You know, whatever. It was obviously yeah, yeah. never going to happen, but yeah. Um, yeah, so. Still pretty fascinating. So, uh, I, you know, it seems like you guys have similar interests as far as like MTTs go. Uh, Mike's background seems to be that you still didn't really fill us in. Like, how did you become so studied so quickly? I, I just, I just, I don't know. I just work like really hard. I got, I just, so this was like cart in front of the horse. <laughs> like you won first and then worked hard. No, well, I had good results online before. I mean, I worked, I would say, like, I played, um, like, when I was in college, I would go to Mexico and stuff, like, because right. I, I went to USC, mm -hmm. so it's a two-hour drive from Tijuana, sure. so I, or two, two and a half, maybe, but I would drive to Tijuana and, like, play WCOOP and shit, mm -hmm. you know, so I, and I was doing some studying then, but I'm, I was nowhere near as good as I am now, Right. Um, but, I mean, the last, I would say, 18 months, um, and and during covid like before you know the live stuff was happening i was studying a lot yeah and just i mean you know you know what my process is like he puts could, a lot of work in yeah that's that's yeah. really all and, and i mean i can assume in. that like it's similar timeline for you like you really started taking it seriously the last 18 months or so uh six months i don't know whenever yeah. i met him and he like like we stayed together WCP i make him study and sure. uh, yeah. yeah like i guess the amount of work that i put in i used to put into content i can't say i put a lot into content now but yeah like it's similar process just like non-stop and this is you just like kind of consumes your time and in mm -hmm. your life for like a while and you make sacrifices to a certain degree and you get really good at a craft and yeah uh, mike's there what what is the ultimate uh end game like i i'm not a goal-oriented person i i truly do believe like establish a, a a fundamental process that works for everybody and like the the goals will come but there has to be some purpose to all of this right so like uh, you know i know speaking to mike uh 
a few days ago when you guys were at the house, he was basically saying like his sole goal is to be the best. And at 23, that is not even, it doesn't even feel that lofty. Right? Yeah. It just feels attainable if you put it, same way with you with content, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Like I know when I spoke to you when you first came out for Poker Out Loud, it was just like, I want to have a massive, massive YouTube following. And I think that I can accomplish it over right. many different, so uh, kind of both of you speak to me about, on that process because like you're still in it. And I guess you're on the other side of it a little bit on YouTube. So you can kind of talk a little bit to, the, to how that goal may uh, mature and morph over time. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Like, tell me, why are you going to be the best? I, well, I'm not going to say I'm going to be the best, but it's kind of <laughs> like a, it's kind. I want. I mean, it's kind of like a shoot for the stars, hit the moon type mm-hmm. of situation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't necessarily like. Poker is also weird because you can actually be the best and just be running bad, mm-hmm. and you're not GPI number one, and the guy who is GPI number one is like not actually the best, and so it's one thing to be. That's why I said like. I don't define the best as like who's won the most money or who's won even the most like tournaments. It's kind of just like, I just want to be in the conversation. And I had a long talk with Landon about this and he was like, well, you should do it for yourself, not for others validation. Because what I say, like, if you ask like the top 50 players in the world, like you make them vote on who Mm -hmm. they think is like the top, let's say five players. I just want to be like in that. You want to be respected. And yeah, because in my opinion, like having like the super high roller community, think of you as a really good player is the only like reasonable barometer. Yeah, I of, agree with that, of, actually. You know, I mean, you can have like, uh, you know, anyone can win, you know, a given tournament, mm-hmm. um, but to like have sustained results and more importantly to like, you know, to be like, for Nick Petrangelo to be like, oh, like he's nailing that turn size. Right. That's, I just want Nick Petrangelo to say I'm nailing the Man. turn size. <laughs> I, I can relate. I relate <laughs> to You know that, what I mean? Yeah. But it's not you because sh- I, I'm like craving like someone else's like, Validation. validation it's because that's actually how i am able to sort of prove to myself that i've done what i set out it to also do. It, it is a more reliable barometer than looking at results yeah can i can i potentially interest you in uh buying a training company buying a training <laughs> yeah, because company. Like, you want to be the best and that's just great marketing uh i've thought about stuff I, like that. i want to be the worst or at least perceived <laughs> to be the worst oh yeah so i'm to take over uh, you, you and it's not good for your uh your motivations I, are at odds. Conflicting, yeah. Yeah. conflicting motivations yeah. here. Well, that's the that's the beauty of of uh, playing tournaments, right? You don't have to pretend to suck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, the the downside of tournaments is uh, the win money. rate. Yeah, the yeah, win yeah, rate you is make so. Money. You lose I mean, all your money. Honestly, the, the higher stakes you and this is this is something uh, that I've struggled with. The higher you play, obviously, the lower volume you're able to put in. Right. So more variance. more variance, fewer hours, but. The crazy thing is the win rate remains consistent, if not grows. Yeah. Right. Like when I was playing 300, 600, 1200, I think that I was probably winning 2x what I was winning at 1020. For mm-hmm. sure. And the 1020 games back then were pretty soft. Like I yeah. was probably winning like close to 10 big blinds per hour. Yeah. And it's like to be able to win that much or more at <laughs> 100x the stakes. Yeah. Is, is no, uh, like, pretty wild. When I was playing, there was a period of time when I was playing like live cash in LA with a fake ID you know, before I was 21. Mm-hmm. And I would play like. Allegedly. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come fucking get yeah. me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> like, uh, no, I, I was playing like 510, uh, and those games were like infinitely tougher than when I was playing 2550, like private games, mm-hmm. 2551. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Lower variance, though. Yeah, I guess that's sort of where tournaments and cash kind of differ. Yeah. Like, tournaments, like the higher stakes, the tougher the competition. Cash is not linear. Yeah, it's funny because like with cash, uh, I understand that it's high variance. And with tournaments, I also understand it's high variance. The difference is that with cash, 
win have, rate's so high yeah, that the variance a, does not matter as much. Right. Yeah. Long yeah. run, I just see is such high expectation for money to be made yeah. that I don't care. Where in tournaments, it's like, I used to get tricked by the number that first place was. Mm-hmm. And then I realized you just never fucking win. Yeah. Well, it's well, easy. You, you, yeah, I you never fucking, fucking win. Right. Yeah. Right. The we, worst, guys. guys. The worst. Win. Right. <laughs> we don't win. Meet the new founders of Solve for Water. <laughs> yeah. Solve for first place. That's right. We got we got a whole platform for you guys to just take over whenever you're ready. All right. So Ethan, talk to me a little bit then what that process has been like for you with content as far as like getting on the other side of it. Because, you know, at one point in time, I do think that you thought this was an uncapped industry at least. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, I knew it was like relatively capped to a certain degree, which is how like people are people even like me, even one year, six months in are able to infiltrate and like get garner an audience because yeah. you can't do that in gaming i've tried you can't do that in like sports it's content. so hard in gaming it's impossible it's just not even a thing so like for my first video to even get like a thousand or two thousand views when i first posted it was huge so uh yeah i don't know it's been like a couple of years in like i used to have those dreams and work as hard as probably mike does or mike still works really hard but i still like try to work as hard as i could have those like 70 80 hour week uh, work weeks of just non-stop poker non-stop content editing doing a bunch of random stuff to like make things work and now like a couple years into it <clears throat> you can maybe relate where i'm just trying to find happiness mm-hmm. in yeah. whatever i do sure and i don't know what that happiness is but i'm luckily having the freedom to not have to sacrifice some things like mm-hmm. happiness for youtube views or whatever it may be and like so far right now to be quite honest with you Tournament life, are, the tournament life is really cool. You get to travel to a bunch of different places. Yeah, I'm going sick. to Aruba later. Uh, I'm flying yeah. to Aruba tonight. And uh, there's Bahamas in January. Like, you can't really complain about much, which is really cool. Yes, the money isn't there. Like, if you wanted to achieve as much money as you possibly can within poker, then it's probably doing things outside of poker. Or, like, or private games. Private games and high-stakes cash. Mm-hmm. That's like the or only run way. a game. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, there's no way to make that much money playing tournaments. It's just simply like no shot. It's way too competitive, and edges and margins are too low. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the whole point. Is that because it is really competitive, winning feels really good, and I think that's like maybe a high I'm chasing. But right now, I'm trying to figure out like what makes me overall happier or the happiest, and then yeah. just go through that route, which is trying a bunch of random different things. And so far, this tournament life, like as brutal as it was, like for anyone that plays tournaments, you just go through downswings and. Uh, especially question playing your live. sanity question if you yeah. even know how to play poker have you ever played before <laughs> you break like 40 tournaments in a row which is normal or 85 is, like, if you're joseph chong on yeah. ACR. yeah <laughs> jesus wow just he's telling everyone he's telling everyone no he because it's rigged right yeah. 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 yeah yeah so it's not well, true. do you think that it's rigged against asian people yes. it has to be and for me it's only half right which is true. why my win rate's like still okay right yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah my yeah. ROI in ACR is like minus 60. It's actually, we like, know, we did a whole episode on it. <laughs> Something horrible. His ACR, oh yeah, his God. ACR graph is hilarious. I just opted into my uh, WSOP one, and that looks pretty. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. WSOP. It it's funny, though, if you look at his WSOP graph and you look at his ACR graph, like, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's he not. He took po- the money from a WSOP but pool and put it into it's the like, ACR it seems, pool. It seems impossible. Well, like, how is it the though, same we, player? We, we talked about it. They're two very, very different pools. And when you're playing big average buy on an ACR, it does not equate to big average buy on a WSOP. Yeah, it's not that. He's not also, playing a big average buy on an ACR. I'm playing the mix of 30s and yeah, like 100s. He's playing like $30 yeah, tournaments. But you, but the, no, you're playing like the daily 600. No, because no. then if you're playing those fields, I mean, those are regularly like 1,000 plus fields. Whereas on WSOP, you're dealing with way smaller fields so it's way less variance but 
Yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. I, I mean, know. you know, we've talked about this. The the WSOP player pool is nice. Special. It's nice. Well, yeah. it's it's not it it's not anything in between. It, it's just that they're playing average buy-ins that are greater than their skills. Like, it doesn't equate one to one, right? Like right. Mm -hmm. you can play an average buy-in of like three hundred on WSOP and be playing the talent that is equivalent to playing like an average buy-in of fifty, 20, you know, 50 or hundred on, on ACR. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. You should see the seven dollar tournaments. They're really good. <laughs> yeah, the seven, the seven rebuy. ACR or the RNA. <laughs> it's the Tortoise Invitational. The Tortoise Invitational is amazing. Yeah, I popped in the streets. You get some dead time. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so easy to it just is. go on your phone. Like mm -hmm. exactly. when I first moved to Vegas, it was like going to Costco, shopping for my house and stuff. I would just have my iPad ready to go. It's so convenient. Mm -hmm. It's right. awesome. Yeah. So what's the trajectory moving forward? Is it, it, it sounds like that you are obviously a lot more dedicated to poker now. Is this the rebranding that uh, you're planning to move forward into where like you are a professional poker player now, you're not Rampunts, you're Rampage. You know what I mean? Like I'm Rampunts. Uh, yeah, you keep saying that, sure. but like, you know, Ramp you're also like winning. He's going like journey from <clears throat> Rampunts to Ramp Poker Master. He does a good job with the branding Ramp where it's just master. like, <laughs> right. He does a good job with the branding where it's like, you know, he wins a ring and then cries that ACR is rigged and that he's losing infinite and then and he wins a poker really master. It's all the emotional Ram highs Prince, and lows right. of Ram a tournament Ram player. Prince. Right. So, you know, we get to see this emotional roller coaster. We keep believing that he just stinks. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is the kid's making but money. But he's doing better than 99% of tournament players. Right. If you fire enough bullets, you win. Yeah. I mean, that, that, this, I, is my, this is my first 10K I've, I've cashed in. Too. I, I think strong. I fired in like. And this was your satellite bullet, right? This was the satellite bullet. That was Lucky a good satellite one. bullet. Lucky satty bullet. I just yeah. It up. Mm. Yeah, but, I think I fired like uh, between 10 to 15 10K binds now. Yeah, that's it, it, pretty strong. It, it's rough. It's <laughs> yeah. even now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about tournaments is it's like you, everyone will be congratulating you on your score and then it's like I actually just um, almost break even. <laughs> <laughs> How many 25Ks have you fired? I haven't played one yet. Oh, you didn't play the 10? I'm 0 for right? 4. Mm. No, I never You've played. You've only played 4? I've only played 4. I'm I've, I've only been playing since April. I haven't played 50k yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, but I'm way I, more responsible than I thought. Yeah. I thought you were, like, really fired. He's Berkey's more responsible out here making it like you're just firing sure. 100k. Like I, I honestly, right. no. if, you would, if you would ask me what his total buy-ins for 2022 <laughs> were, I would have guessed somewhere between, like, five and 800k. But it sounds Ooh. like it's going to be more, like, somewhere around... Yeah. I actually have a, I, I could, I have a spreadsheet. Oh, well, there we go. Are you counting live or online? I was just counting live. Just okay. live, it'll, let's see. I mean, I if he's firing like 25Ks it. online, like, I play a lot of 10Ks online. Are you more sure. online or more live? Like, what's your uh, split? Right now, well, I mean, we actually, he and I just got a place together in Montreal. Mm -hmm. So uh, during like September, it was just almost completely online. And then I just came here for, for Masters. Um, Final table, the first one I played, and then bubbled the one yesterday. <laughs> that, right. was, that was sick. Um, but no, so live online, my, my thing is kind of like, I think I want to go like 50-50, where when there's really good stuff to play live, and there's kind of bigger stuff to play live, I'll travel for it. Mm -hmm. And then when there's sort of down periods in the schedule, which there really aren't many. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's stuff that you can choose to skip. But when there's down periods in the schedule, you know, I can go to Montreal and play some stars, play some GG. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That seems good. Yeah, Mike's at least being a lot more responsible with like action and and selling and, and all that. I'm, I'm <laughs> you like don't do I, that. 410. Get yeah, lucky. I'm not, I'm not 410. 410. Yeah. That's my total. So yeah, you'll probably be around like five, six ish by the end of the year. Uh, got the win millions. We win got millions. The, yeah. Uh, How many five diamonds? Five diamonds unlimited reentry. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I've put we'll five see. or six in the five diamond before. Yeah. In my day. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's tough to do. Cause, cause what they, what they, well, I think what they still do, but what they, what they used to do in the past was day one was very short. It was like six levels. And then day two, re-entry would be open until dinner. Right. Or, sorry, there is no dinner. It would be open until uh, next to last level of the day. Yeah, so you can, you can keep like oh. maxing on day two. I bagged one, one, the year I maxed the most, I bagged 180 bigs going into day two, and I rebought five times on day two. So you bought your stack. Uh, yeah, essentially. And it was, it was always a miserable process, too, because Bellagio isn't a good tournament house. They can't, right. they can't maintain everybody. And there's, like, alternates and stuff. Yeah. Right? So like, waiting around. Right. So you yeah. bust 180 big blind stack. You want to die. You go buy uh, another ticket, and then you wait for two hours. Ugh. And it's just like... Well, that might save you money, right? You would <laughs> think, Mike, but did you not hear how I ended up putting in six? Could have been 14. <laughs> it was the year that... What if, you didn't, what if you didn't have to wait? It was the year that Negreanu was going all in dark at his table trying to run up a stack that's what he's doing in masters right now essentially <laughs> not, not literally i mean he might i've actually played with it's him this close year. to it yeah, yeah. He's, doing, he's doing some funky stuff for yeah sure. yeah now if you guys have seen the earlier podcast berkey had sold 95 percent of him in that that tournament the five diamond and he had like 10k actually and not 190 and he pulled the prince <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about what is happening the prince uh. When you say you have um, like chip lead or whatever, and you sell for day two. Oh, sure. Uh, that didn't happen. I don't know what the fuck Connor was talking about. Uh, I felt like I was too rich at the time and needed to part with some money, so I donated it to the gracious five diamond player pool. Yeah, as you're uh, generous man. I'm a charitable man. You know? uh, I also bubbled that fucking tournament. I finished like literal stone bubble. Well, when you got second this year, you had were in for five, right? Yeah, yeah. I got talked into the fifth bullet. And it was the magical thing you one. Did. Thank God. Uh, it was the 5K turbo. The 25K turbo. No, 5K. 5K. Well, yeah, but, but it was 25K <laughs> it was my, for you. Yeah, it was 25 <laughs> for me. I also got heads up with a 10 to 1 chip lead and found a way to finish second because I can't win a tournament. Which tournament was this? What 5K turbo? 5K turbo in Florida uh, back in April. I remember, yeah, I remember that. Um, oh. that, was, that was the first live stop I ever traveled to. Wow. How, how yeah. does one Good lose a uh, ton to one chip lead? It I'm happens curious. really quickly, actually. Uh, so ask Corey. Yeah, I had. That was, <laughs> that was brutal. He had no, like a thirteen to one chip lead in one yeah. of the bracelets, uh, online bracelet. Him yeah. and Jamie in the uh, in, in the, the tag team. In also. the tag team, they yeah. went up with yeah, like twelve yeah. to one. Yeah. Something oh, like wow. pretty sure he had a twenty to one just, um, chip lead in the bracelet online. Yeah, it goes. It, it goes was, away it was quick. something disgusting, and then and oh. then he got he got sixty nine as his next hand, <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna win with the six nine because the guy literally had like what one and a half big blinds yeah. or something. And then he just kept doubling up. And yeah, then he I had up 40, like, I had it four, happens really quick. I had 40 bigs to his four. Uh, he doubled the first hand to get to eight to my 36. Yeah. And then uh, beat me in a flip in a spot where, like, we both just had hands. And it was silly that we both had hands. Uh, and then he had pair over pair. He had, like, jacks versus my sevens or something like that. And uh, very quickly, we were, we were even chips. Yeah, it's like... Rough. Exponential growth is like you know it's just we like, don't we don't double, understand double, it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it, it that's how quick it happens because yeah. you sprinkle in a couple like blind steals in there, and then it only takes four hands, and they're back to yeah, you. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I believe in what's meant to be will be the divine intervention. I believe that you wanted to get second so that you could continue to say that you don't win no no it was a 70k or 50k difference <laughs> I, I, I did not want you, second i believe that at some level of your consciousness you believe the value of being able to say you don't win tournaments <laughs> was greater than that amount I, maybe subconsciously <laughs> yes. certainly not consciously he's gonna I, win the main event but he's gonna be like 90 when he does it 
That, if I'm still playing the main event when I'm 90, I hope it's. I hope. It, I hope the the winner, uh, or, or like my prize, is to fucking be put out of my mood. He's gonna win. He's gonna win the the hundredth year. The hundredth He's just doing it annual. in an electric chair. Yeah. The honestly, as as uh, much respect as I have for Doyle, I do not want to be that uh, icon to this game. No. Because like he at least is an OG who like was a Texas gambler and like there's. I don't want to be the fucking internet boom kid who is still playing when he's 90 and they're <laughs> celebrating that he can still fucking walk to the table <laughs> at the main event. Like, no thanks. What do you mean, man? This is what Matt Berkey playing this- his 76th WSOP yeah. main event still has not final tabled. All this training, how, how you eat, you should be, you should be, yeah, you'll be strong fine. and sharp at, th- at 90. Yeah, and doing like something else with my fucking life. Yeah. So what you guys are saying is running marathon 10 years. What? 10 years he'll win one. 10 years? Yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. 90. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see what I mean about trolling <laughs> and humor? Like, well, he's, he's, I mean, Conrad's last two jokes. Conrad's just like, like God his delivery Conrad. and his timing are a bit off. No, he's, he's not he's funny. Playing, okay, but he, he's playing Roblox and he's high. So he's like, he, you know, his timing's off, his delivery's off. It's not a good example of trolling. He's really solidifying the point that I made. Like, he's, trolling not does example. not have to be funny. It's not a good example, but yes. Are yeah. you playing Roblox? I've always been curious what you yeah, do. Yeah, he's playing Roblox. Oh, so. Roblox? I'm just talking to the chat. Okay. <laughs> He's playing Roblox. Speaking of Roblox, can we get that stock up? God, I'm bleeding. What, money what the fuck a is Roblox a Roblox stock? Yeah, Roblox is a public company. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, all right, really. So you're all in on Roblox. I like. I, I believe in the, the little children of the yeah. world to continually pay Roblox. Yeah, with their, with their parents' credit <laughs> cards, <laughs> cards on Apple Pay. Exactly. That's like, honestly, yeah. probably a good bet. Every time you see one of those stories where the kid just fucking takes the parents' credit card and runs up a fucking nice little tab, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Roblox adds up to kids. like ten thousand dollars, and the parents are like, "Yeah, uh, we're gonna need all this back." <laughs> They're like, "Sorry, can't." <laughs> nope, your Real kid fast. authorized it. Exactly. Roblox is a uh, game. No, I gathered that much, yeah. but it's a play to like play to earn. Yeah, you can buy stuff. No, it's a play to lose. It's a play to lose. Pay to lose. Pay to lose. Pay to get like skins. Right. Okay, so like Clash of Clans. It's honestly surprising how well those those cosmetic things sell in games. But I, I mean, when I was playing Call of Duty, I was buying all the all the packs. you were. Yeah. People love that. I love it. My friends are on Apex and they just keep spending like twenty dollars a night. Yeah, I want to look. They get a cool skin on a gun or like a cool like character or legend or something. It's insane. Yeah. It's cool that they like bring a free product. They spend millions. On a product, and then like, okay, now we gotta make this like basically a gambling version of the game yeah. because there's the spinning, Buying the packs. spinning packs. And yeah, whatever. I've bought I bought a lot of Apex packs. I've bought mm. a lot. I'm I am a sucker. It's why I stay away from anything that's sucker oriented. I try and stay away from. When uh, when Pokemon was huge, was that also Pokemon. an in-app Pokemon? Pokemon, Pokemon, whatever. Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. Was it what you okay, mean, po- Pokemon Go? <laughs> yeah, whenever like yeah, that's you an could. App geolocate yeah was that had microtransactions in it i think uh, you can um, purchase balls that's right uh great pokeballs uh, balls to throw and capture other pokemon you can right. pe- purchase like ultra ball master ball so i think you get a, we would get like a one a day or something but you could buy more yeah, and then you like could that. buy ones that would give you a higher chance of actually capturing it it was so big for such a short period I of played time it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I just remember being all the rage and me People still play. Shaking it. my fist. Really really I might get back on there. That was fun. It was no. It was a good way to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Was it during was, COVID? No. Um. It well, was 2016. 2016. Yeah, it was I, I remember. Call. I remember. 
Hillary Clinton, she was like giving a speech and she, she, and she was trying to relate to like the young crowd. She goes, Pokemon, go to the polls. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was like, oh, so cringe. Maybe like, go to bed, Grandma. Maybe this the play here. That's why I didn't vote for her. Yeah, that's why she lost. <laughs> maybe the play here, and hear me out. Uh, maybe Pokemon and Tinder team up to create a dating app version of Gotta Catch Them All. I mean, I saw my opponent in Pokemon Go in New York across the street, and it was like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> so, I don't know. They're going to have to set some age. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, there's going to have to be there. a lot of uh, parameters, you know, but like, because it, it, it kind of is like, is it geocaching where uh, people, like strangers will like yeah, leave a treasure they somewhere? They used to leave stuff around. That was an interesting time in, in the world. Yeah, that <laughs> people would leave stuff in like under a bridge somewhere. And yeah. my friend would be like, hold on, we have to stop here. Geoca I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like they would share it publicly, like the location or something like that publicly or whatever. Yeah, but it seems like a good way to get abducted. It definitely seems like a good way to get abducted. And Pokemon Go actually had some issues with that too. Sure, I would imagine so. Well, this has been great. Really? <laughs> So which one of you is Batman? Which one's with Robin? Time will tell. Mm. Okay, mm. time will tell. Yeah. But you we do. Have a race. Oh, we have a race. Uh, Two? A pride race to a million in, on Hendon. Wow. Yeah. He got the head start. But, and he also the 200K from Poker Masters. Money on it? Where are you guys no, at? No, it's just pride. Okay, pride. just pride. I'm only at like 300. And you? I'm F? close to 600. Ooh. But I'm, like, I'm going to fire he's, harder. Yeah, and yeah. he's going to fire all the big His stuff. His average buy is much larger. You just have sure. to min catch a bunch of shit, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, Which I didn't do last night. You just have to win one thing, and, you, and then you're kind of golden. God, it, it's sick. Like, uh, <laughs> I my my head and mob is, I mean, what's yours like six hundred? Yeah, yours my, is yours is high. No, yours it's not. High. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Is I should probably make a pride bet with you guys of when you surpass me, so that what I can. I think mine's like no, it's four. like four point three ish or something exactly. like that. Like what do you think is a what do you think is a fair four point three? Yeah. What do you think is a fair line for like me? Eighteen months. No. Eighteen. Eighteen months. You All you have to do is play one hundred k, and win it. Well, wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you're getting in there and not <laughs> fucking winning it. I mean, you know. Maybe we just have a race just, to five you see, mil. You, you know how many, like, like you a, can't play. Chris Brewer is at like four mil. That's my point. <laughs> no, yeah. but look, do you know what his buy-ins are? Yeah, but he's only been playing. He's only been playing like MTT seriously for like two years. I've been playing for twenty. Yeah, but I mean, he's actually playing every single three hundred. Oh, I get it. Like every single two. Obviously, that's why I'm saying like I should make a pride he's bet at because six point three. Yeah, my my average buy-in is it six? Mm -hmm. oh, okay, there you go. Oh my god! Yeah, and he's been playing for like somewhere between twenty four and thirty six months. Yeah, it gets expensive quick. I guess that's my point. Is my average MTT buy-ins a year are probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like. It has to be sub 200k. I'm not gonna be firing. But that's as hard still as like it. decent volume, to be honest. Is it sub? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're obviously not. I'm playing big. No, I mean, I'm, my my average buy-in is probably like 6k. My live is uh, only like 330 or something. 350. I don't know what it is. I mean, his is just basically WSOP and like one trip to Florida. You yeah. have some good scores Which in 2021. What Which happened? Still a lot. <laughs> Did you see? I, I think you were. I think you were. Um, I just three, did my taxes. Three. I broke even last year. Really? So you all, all time money list. I think it said you were like 338. Mm -hmm. I wonder how long it would be before you're uh, like 500. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that that, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think there are that many people who are playing uh, that high enough average buy-in to, to cross that, yeah. that surpass it. What happens is the 337 people in front of me just You'll never shoot catch them. so far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's probably like a hundred people behind mm -hmm. me 
that are are actively playing MTTs pretty yeah. aggressively. And it's stuff also like just that. really hard to get that volume live. Like it's just impossible. No, like, it's so easy when you up your average buy-in. Yeah, bro, you could play you could play two million in buy-ins a year. Uh, easy. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm looking at a different perspective because I can't really sell, so I can't. I can't. Now you can. <laughs> now you can. You? Yeah, now you can. You just want a program masters. I can sell a little. State kings, baby. It he worked. snap sold out he, before he couldn't sell. Of course sell. he did. He's, he's Phil Hellmuth, yeah. man. You he's could a have fucking sold celebrity. Out earlier. No, he couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't he sell really could. I couldn't sell out for a 10K. Oh. I tried. Or if I, I, I sold it for like. You gotta get on Conrad's marketing. Yeah, he Conrad's on that. I, I, bought, his, I bought Conrad. Constantly selling. See? I bought Conrad. Everybody wants a piece Conrad of the guy who laughs. I believed. Yeah. I still we believe. Lost. We lost. We did lose. But <laughs> I still believe. You should, I'll, buy you, I'll buy you again. You should have bought a piece of his mix game. That's, that's yeah, a mistake. Yeah, if he plays uh, anything mix game. You guys are fucking out of your mind if you think I'm selling any of my mix game action. <laughs> you guys are just fucking out of your mind. I'm the best in the world. <laughs> fucking crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, oh, you're not even. Yeah. It's so absurd, Brian. The disrespect yeah, that they put on Gotti's name when it comes to mixing. You're not selling it because you wouldn't do people. Why like didn't that. you play? The, why didn't no, she it's play? I'm the best in the world. Why didn't you play the 10K uh, mix at Poker Masters? Well, he doesn't have 10K, and he's not willing to sell a okay. single <laughs> set. <laughs> he's not a fucking set. Uh, also, I don't know six of the games. <laughs> <laughs> the best in the fucking world. Best, best in the world. In the right. World. That's I don't right. know four of them. Uh, you have to be good at one of them. But yeah, I, I think I think uh, I want to ensure that neither of you pass me on Hendon. Like I want to continue to play just enough. You can mm. yeah defend. Like, it's like why I was playing five ten on ACR. I was only playing to defend America. Right. I from, appreciate. Hey, from the Russian we boss. all appreciate. So yes, whenever Mike, once you get to like the the two million mark, understand yeah. my volume is going to double. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to like he's going to be stalking your that's Hendon. Probably good, that's probably good for my closer. win rate. Probably is. <laughs> so I should probably. And, and also understand that my volume doubling means i'm going to go from playing 15 events a year to 30 so okay, watch great. fucking out yes. okay uh I, honestly i might not have a choice if, if things keep trending in the way that they are i'm going to be hanging out with you guys on every fucking stop <laughs> starting to tr trying to create a vlog we could get like, a, we could get two 90. queen beds yeah, we could true. get a room we could split a room get two queen oh beds I, I can't are relive my to, are you trying to imply that you guys only get one queen bed right <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I don't, think, I don't think it was an implication at they all. Come in, they come in kings, Conrad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, man, honestly, like all jokes aside, that is, was literally my 20s, like to the mm -hmm. fullest. Just yep. traveling America with these idiots, yep. getting two queen beds and someone sleeping on the floor, like doubling up whenever we had to. It's fun. It's like a summer camp. <laughs> it is not fun. <laughs> In, in hindsight, it it's fun. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Like, in retrospect, it was fun because yeah. I could look back and smile at all those memories. This in is the what moment, we wanted to do, Burke. This it is what was we what we wanted to do. what you set out to do. And in the moment, though, it was a sacrifice for sure. You should have just been smarter and just sacrifice always bought an air what? mattress. Never have to worry about anything. Connor yeah. just says, anyone got a floor? <laughs> I, I have an air mattress. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it was a lot. It was, it was weird. Like, traveling with Brian and Brent and our old friend Ford, like these guys were the online guys that were way too rich and they made the trips worse somehow not better because <laughs> uh, ford always wanted to go to the rub and tug place and like <laughs> dust off a bunch of money there and like brent literally you could not physically move him from the room so the room was just always full with room service. Uh -huh. he, That's he like me. legit would come travel <laughs> just to play, just to sit in the hotel room and play online. That yeah. sounds and order like room that, service. Honestly, that sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it sounds I mean, amazing. That, but the, but you don't it. understand. Like these guys were sloths. Like the room was always pitch black, twenty four seven. Nah. The the beds were never made or changed. Like you never had clean sheets. 
meat. How can you change the bed when you're laying in it? Exactly. <laughs> when you're, like, they would meld into the mattress. The maids never came. It was disgusting. It's like how I do trips. That sounds gross. Yeah. I, I'm not shocked. I, that was, that I just went to, to When I went I to Barcelona, went to, I don't think the maids came yeah. in once. I had my sign out the whole time. Yeah. I just went to black out the clubs. That's all. That's also true. Lamana spent all of his time at the B bar and whatever the murmur, I think, was oh, the club murmur. back there. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you going with? Are you by yourself? Who knows? Whoever wanted to come. And the Brigada was so fucking expensive, too. It was like $300 a night for this ass hotel in the Brigada middle of an nice. ass city. Brigada was nice. It's no, nice compared the to the surroundings. Yeah, but the poker rate nice was place. decent. The poker rate was decent. Yeah, but they didn't, like, give it out. Like, just playing poker wasn't enough to get the poker rate. That's no, you true. had to, like, yeah. You had to, like, grease a palm here and yeah, there. Like, yeah. there was always some guy named Tony that you had to go see to get a black card. It's Jersey, man. That's how they run business there. It really was very jersey We had to go see some guy named Harris and walk through the field to stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll be joining you guys soon. Sure. Uh, maybe we get an Airbnb. I want to go I to, the, to I want to go to Baja Mar. Are you, are you uh, not? We're like, all going. No. Yeah, we're you're going, going. Right. Yeah. yeah. Can't miss. Uh, Nick Howard's getting married the weekend prior, so I'll be in. Hmm, Cabo, maybe. I don't know. I haven't. You're just gonna be living the life. To be yeah. fair, I haven't RSVP'd. I just said I would go, and I know it's somewhere in the vicinity of the Bahamas because everybody's planning to go to PCA after. That's so, like a thirty percent chance he has to go. <laughs> all I know about Nick Howard is he's the guy that everyone shits on on Twitter. Yes, that's, that's all I know about. All you Nick need Howard. to know about Nick Howard is that he welcomes them shitting on him. Okay, fair uh, I have no opinion on him personally. I, I love Nick to death. He chooses to be divisive. I think. <laughs> I yeah, believe, yeah, I mean, I believe, it's I mean, good for engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's he's a big fan of it. Uh, my camera just died, so that oh, is going to be our cue. So, <laughs> all right, Guapo's on it. Yeah, yeah. Guapo's on it. He. Well, we are on the rampage camera. Yeah, <laughs> we're on the rampage. What that talk. means is that we've gone too long. Yes. We yeah. we have gone too long. Um, like and subscribe. Yeah, please. Thank Thank you. Daily, please, daily, daily please. Content. I mean, it's like we don't ask for that much. I think we should start. But what telling... we will ask for oh, is that you pay us through joining our membership and the membership stuff, and right. that you like click like, and that you tell us um, how beautiful and you know and inspirational and influential we are. And that you um, maybe like name your firstborn after us, mm -hmm. but these yeah. are like just middle name stinks. Minimum things, <laughs> and we're not we don't ask for much. Yeah, we don't ask so. for much. Uh, let, let's let's go out. I you know I tend to be long winded with what I believe to be sage advice. That's probably a bunch of fucking nonsense. Let's let's hear a little advice from the youngins on the way out. Mike, I want you to hit us with. The one thing that you've learned the most in poker in 2022 now that you're a reg. And Ethan, I want you to tell us, give us one tip on how we can do better to grow our channel. Mm. Jesus. I like that. Yeah. That's kind of like, you just sprang that on me. Hey, right? I don't give a shit. Hey, you got to be prepared, man. You're <laughs> in the hot seat. All right. What was the, what was the most meaningful thing that meaningful you've learned this thing past that I've year? Learned, I guess that, I guess the most meaningful thing is that like, I mean, I'm not really doing it for the money. And it's sort of, it's so fucking cliche, what I'm about to say. Sure. So for, forgive me <laughs> in advance. But Apology accepted. Fucking pursue your dreams, you know, don't be afraid <laughs> to go against the grain. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. But, but seriously, right? Because if, if anyone wanted to make money in poker, they wouldn't fucking do what I do. Yeah. No, you know that I, I mean? agree with. So it's like, the reason I'm doing it is because like, there's something, well, one, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And, and two, like, you know, I'm pursuing something that isn't monetary. So mm. you, you got to be a little broken inside. Yeah. Be, That's you know. That's right. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, that's good. Good for you. Cool. Ethan, help us. Oh, God, there's <laughs> so much. Uh, oh, Jesus. So much. Oh, laundry no. list. Let me just pull up my phone oh, here. No. I already, I already prepared Did you do for laundry this. today, oh, by the way? This. I have not done laundry yet. Okay. 
no, I mean, like, I don't know. I like what you guys are doing. Like, the production's really good. It's just like, you guys are not as funny as I hoped you guys would be. Yeah, I, <laughs> so, I agree. Conrad yeah. brings uh, it down. Con- do, do you want to know why, Ethan? Because trolling is not funny. <laughs> That's no. exactly why. And I'm surrounded by three trolls. Well, Lamana, you get the exempt. You're too old. Thank I you. like the dynamic of everyone trolls you. That's like the yeah, like nice, nice dynamic that, that we're not allowed to. I like, it when you, I like it when you go to LA and leave your Twitter open. Me too. Actually. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I will be in LA this Friday and not on the show. So you, Landon, the like. You're on. You're on uh, Twitter okay, patrol. Okay, so guys, save all of your. Save all your super chats for <laughs> that day, <laughs> and then we will collect those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be logging out of Twitter ASAP tomorrow, uh, so you're gonna have to find a new bit, Melissa. Well, are you still logged in on Tinder? I don't. Who uses <laughs> Tinder from a browser? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? You can. Can you? Yeah. You, like, no, I'm not. Multi-table oh, Tinder. Can. And then you yeah, can you can. Like two monitors. They, you can they have hotkeys. They have hotkeys. <laughs> you, you know too much. I've used it because like I've had many periods where I didn't have a phone for. Like, we may still have access to Landon's. He's been active. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> mm. He has. He has been active. Right? I still get emails. Yeah. It's still signed up to the to the Gmail account. I mean, at this point, and and you know, I, it's like everyone in the house is getting laid except me. <laughs> That's gonna do it for today. Melissa's gonna tell you all about her sex capades or lack thereof on Friday. <laughs> Tune in. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Thank you. I forgot your name again. Thank you, uh, Ethan. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Thank you, Mike, His for face. joining us. Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> I had to get it in Always there. a so, pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, love here. Love uh, it here. There's, there's so much more <laughs> I wish we could talk about, but not fit for... Maybe behind the scenes. Yeah. We'll, we'll launch it for the membership. Maybe I should come by for an After Dark or something. Yeah. And then, Definitely could come back then, for an After Dark. Then there's a whole bunch of other shit that's gone down recently. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Ah, this is know. true. Might see you in LA soon. Okay. Yeah, we're going to be in LA. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, 1 o'clock on time. We were late today because, you know, time doesn't exist to the youth. Uh, we will be full staffed, I think. Everybody's going to be back. Uh, it'll be my last show of the week. I'm out of here on Friday. I think Landon is out of here after Friday. He's going to London for a month um is chin coming back ever yes he'll be back monday okay cool uh so yeah we're, we're a rotating cast here yeah. but we appreciate you guys thank you so much uh we'll be back tomorrow normal time please like comment subscribe on your way out see you peace Later.